Hey everybody, it is December 4th, 2017. I'm Glenn Rubenstein and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Mr. Raj Giri with me as always. Mr. Matt Morgan should be coming along shortly here. And we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw, a night where so much happened. We've got Woken Matt Hardy. That's a thing. Uh, we've got something potentially brewing with uh, Nia Jax and Enzo Amore. We've got the feud now solidified of The Shield versus Jobar. It's all happening. So much. Yeah. Raj, what did you think of tonight's Raw? I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty eventful. Um, uh, some of the matches felt a little long, even though I thought they were all really good. Um, for instance, Roman Reigns and Jason Jordan. I thought it was a really good match. I thought Reigns gave Jordan a lot. But the problem with the match like that is everyone knows who's going to win. It's just too it's so obvious in that case that – uh, having a good long match when the winner is such a given, you know, just takes away from it. But, um, you know, other than that, those are kind of minor things. But I thought I thought it was a, a good show. You know, what's funny is uh, when it's a match like that and the outcome seems so, for lack of a better phrase, predetermined. When it seemed like there was that one three count when Jordan almost had it had reigns. My first thought wasn't, oh, my God, they gave it to him. My first thought was, oh, that's a botch. Like somebody really screwed up here. Oh, um, Reigns is good with those uh, those close counts. Yeah, but there was no way. I mean, no way tonight that they were putting that belt on Jason Jordan. Yeah, yeah, good exactly. Showcase, I think I think the fact that it was a title match kind of took away from it because if it wasn't a title ma match, then I think I could have bought uh, Jordan pulling off an upset. But knowing that it's for the title, you just you just knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was just. No way. But good showcase, though, right? Opening event, uh, opening segment, setting up things between Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. We saw that through line all the way to the main event tonight. Uh, Jason Jordan coming out saying he wanted his shot and doing this, just attacking Roman Reigns from behind. Really? And it seems the crowd has turned on Jason Jordan completely. Now, granted, Los Angeles, pretty smarky crowd. No, no. I think that that's the plan. I mean, he's yeah. been... Uh, they're clearly turning him heel. So I think, uh, I mean, his promo tonight was total heel, whiny. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, the crowd would have turned, you know, been against him anyway, but uh, it's working. They've got a direction for him. So th that's good to see because, you know, Jordan, man, he was awesome tonight. And he's uh, he's underrated in the ring because I think of people hating his, his ang you know, angle, <laughs> no pun yes. intended, but... Uh, the angle angle. Yeah, his, his storyline that uh, people forget how, how great he is in the ring. So uh, it's, it's, good, it's good seeing him uh, involved in a storyline that's finally going somewhere. Oh, absolutely. And what I meant by the crowd reaction, not the crowd typically cheer him, but I feel like a lot of weeks he gets that sort of indifference. Um, so I think that it is the crowd being in the know, wanting to see this heel turn embracing where they're going with it you know yeah. uh the crowd was pretty game tonight to play along i mean the what chance only really happened during elias i want to say that was like the only real crowd hostility i mean the crowd popped for elias too when yeah uh, who was it with tonight there was one one promo why am i lacking which one it was um i don't know i thought elias's promotion uh promo was actually pretty good tonight yeah but, and reigns they weren't that against either uh, yeah tonight so which is which i was surprised with la so. vince mcmahon's plan is working maybe maybe evil roman reigns is the, genius the illegitimate son of, of vince mcmahon <laughs> maybe it would explain yeah. a lot it, it would really explain a lot like 
a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that opening match, man. Um, Jordan, I thought looked fantastic in the ring. I thought that, uh, you know, with Roman, Roman really dominates a lot of his matches and there's a give and a take, but I think that some of Jordan's technical ability just had him, uh, outshined Roman doing sort of the Roman thing, you know, again and again, I thought Jordan was, a, looked like the better wrestler in that match. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think Roman's just been doing a great job of making his opponents uh, look really good. Um, yeah. And then that's nothing against Jordan, but Roman's giving them a lot. He's making them look like, you know, he's on their level, not making it look like he's the star and they're not, which, you know, a lot of guys know how to do. But it's clear that Roman's trying to elevate these guys. So, you know, hats off to him. And Yeah, good on him, man. And, and good for Jordan. He looked great. Yeah. Where do you think Jordan goes from here? Um, I think they're going to continue with this. Um, you know, his heel turn, uh, problems with Kurt Angle. Kurt, you know, he said he wants to have a match with Jason, you know, with Jordan down the line. He wa- That's what he wants this to lead to. And I got to tell you, in a lot of ways, you know, I could see Kurt and Triple H at the Rumble. Uh, then go with Triple H and Braun at Mania and then do Kurt and Jason Jordan at Mania. And, and you do... Mania, you do, really? Yeah, I mean, you could do Jordan screwing Kurt out of his match with Triple H at the Rumble, hmm. and you got something there. I think uh, I, I don't prefer know. that over Kurt and Triple H, to be honest, because yeah. Kurt and Triple H does nothing for me, and it's just two guys that are not gonna, you know, wrestle, uh, you know, more than a, a dozen times over the next year. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think from a booking point of view, though, what puts butts in seats? I think uh, they're going to use that for Mania. I think Rumble, Rumble's pretty much a guaranteed sellout uh, just for being the Rumble. You know what I mean? Well, so is, so is Mania. I think so. I oh, mean, yeah. come on. We were, we were there in Texas, not together, but we were there in Texas. They really, you know, they had, they had a lot of seats to fill. What's the Superdome capacity? No, no. The, that was a huge success. That was their biggest crowd ever, their biggest gate ever. Um yeah, I mean there weren't that many. They weren't that many empty seats. They pretty much they but pretty there much were a lot there. of those. I mean there were a lot of cheap tickets and there were a lot of. Oh yeah, but I mean anytime you do a stadium show, you're gonna have that. Yeah. But I, it, I mean that was their biggest crowd ever and their biggest gate ever. So I mean that was a giant success. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to believe on the numbers on that one. I've seen so I mean, many different. Mania is gonna Mania is gonna do a, a big number in New Orleans as far as uh, seventy two thousand yeah. Superdome capacity. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they'll 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 do fine. I mean the the word mania alone is fifty thousand tickets. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, just we're Matt, Matt's texting. He's having problems with the app. He's working on it. So hopefully he should be on shortly. So yeah, for the sake of being a uh, uh, you know a descending opinion, I think it's gonna be Jason Jordan versus Kurt Angle at the Rumble. I think they're gonna do that sooner, and then Triple H versus Angle at Mania. You think but- the opposite. Yeah, because they've clearly building up Triple H versus Braun. So, hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just think that seems more like the the main Maybe. direction. But yeah, it could be the other way. Or yeah, I mean, I I I don't know. God, it's so weird though with the Triple H thing when they'll inject him and set up the storyline, and then where was Triple H this week? You know, I'm assuming it was Stephanie on the phone with Kurt for some reason. I think he said Stephanie. When, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the thing with the Triple H storytelling. I would like to see him more as a material participant from week to week, as opposed to we can just show up and we're supposed to assume, ah, he's an asshole. Like he's with the authority. He's the bad guy. 
you know? Yeah, he 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 knows when to show up, and it's pretty much after football season when the ratings go up. <laughs> so, even though the ratings haven't been that bad this year during football season. Yeah. Well, you know, NFL, not really in a renaissance period from what I understand right now. It's just, I mean, I, I watch football, and it just hasn't been that interesting this, this season. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Especially the Broncos. Mm. So, yes, we shall see Los Angeles tonight. Hot crowd. Very into it. We only got Machine Gun Kelly. I think that was the only celebrity cameo. Yeah, yeah. He'll be a tribute to the troops, right? Yeah, I believe they said. They're probably afraid to put anyone else on camera. They're like, tomorrow there could be allegations against someone. And they're like, oh, it's not showing on WWE TV. No. Just digging a hole for ourselves. No one is safe. Yeah, that's easy uh, to cut out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, tribute to the troops is coming up. And uh, let's talk about that before Matt gets here about uh, WWE week. And NXT is going to be on USA. One yeah. only. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I, I personally would love to see USA drop that third hour raw and have NXT on Wednesday nights, you know, and you compensate. So, and, you know, if but that's not going to happen. I mean, obviously, WWE would rather have three nights of raw, two, two nights of SmackDown and NXT as well. Um, but yeah, you know, I asked Triple H on a conference call earlier this year about if they've ever talked about doing an NXT special on USA because I, there, there's only a limited number of eyeballs you can get on that show right now. And and by doing this, it, it, it opens up that, that universe. And so it'll be interesting to see how they push it and how it does because if they don't push it at all, at all and then it doesn't do well, well, you know, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like, well, we tried and it didn't do well. But if they... They give it a decent push. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So it's going to be a show that's already been taped at the last taping. So, oh, it's so um, a separate show, not just what we see on the network on a Wednesday. It, it, no, no, no. It's it's oh. what we see on the network on the Wednesday. So it'll be that show for that week. Interesting. And which week will it be? Uh, two weeks. Is that right? Is it two or three weeks? But uh, yeah. Well, hopefully they promote it. You know, they want to get more than just the average Chris Lee knows best viewer tuning in going, oh, what's this? Different wrestling. Right. Um, yeah. More wrestling. Yeah. Although USA, you know, Shooter got renewed. So uh, it, it seems like something's happening on USA. I don't watch a lot of USA Network. My fact, all I know of the USA Network is what I see on WWE programming. But Pretty much there like, too. But they don't have yeah. those big hits that uh, if they lost WWE, that they'd be doing fine. Yeah. And they have... I mean, there are these shows that we know of because we watched WWE, but really, Mr. Robot's the only show I've heard of that's on USA and Suits just Suits. recently because of uh, uh, the royal engagement. What's her name? She's on Suits, got engaged. I, I know who you're referring to, Maggie friends. something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, uh, and uh, the Psych movie, which they're promoting the hell out of for this week, that Charlotte. Didn't realize till tonight that Charlotte is in that. Um, <laughs> <sighs> stunt casting, man. Stunt casting. She looks... It's funny, like, how her her scowl and stuff on WWE TV makes her look so different than when you see her, you know, doing these shows and, and, uh, and all happy. And she looks like NXT Charlotte versus, you know, WWE Charlotte. So it's kind of neat. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, 
you know, I could see USA. I could see if NXT does well, I could see them trying to wrap that into the TV deal. It'd be great for NXT. Um, one other quick thing we should probably talk about before hopping into Raw here is these 205 Live live events. I literally saw that on Twitter this morning and thought it was a joke. I thought somebody was was being funny when they said that. But Raj, this is actually happening. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I guess it's worth a shot. But... Uh... I don't know. It's a dead brand. But, you know, I, I I don't get it, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. I can see going. I mean, NXT at least has got some buzz and and, you know, those arenas don't always fill out. So I think they got an uphill battle with 205 Live. Yeah, well, not now. NXT, I mean, a year ago was still. Well, even then they weren't all sellouts when they were on the road, well, you know, but they were playing really small venues so relatively small venues. But, um, God, could you imagine if Aries and Neville were still there? I mean, then 205 live that you had rockstar spud in, you've got kind of a hot touring show, but, um, uh, I don't know. Mr. Matt Morgan, how's it going? Hey, huge apology to you guys and the fans. Um, I apologize. My phone is the drizzling shit. And I'm not supposed to curse, but it sucks. And, it, it was my Wi-Fi kept kicking in and out, not letting me download Google Hangouts. So I apologize. And my phone, I'm gonna friggin' oh. If I didn't have to do this show, it'd be in my pool right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to the show. What did you think of Raw tonight? Um, I think my kids up late. My wife is giving me the evil eye because I'll be cursing up a storm out here over this stupid phone. So sorry. Um, sorry, babe. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought the show was. I liked the show tonight. Um. I liked stuff with Braun as usual. I, I, although I was, it was all over the place as far as 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 um, how I would book the show, right? Isn't that what we're doing here? Um, sure. The, the stuff with uh, um, um, what's what's my girl's name from uh, NXT who just got called up? Come on, um, H? Or, uh, uh, no, the, the the Japanese woman. Oh, Oscar. My God, what the? F- I wanted to text you both. Going, am I am I am I blind? Am I imagining this? Is she really selling? For homegirl, are you kidding me? Like this girl has been made a jobber. I, we, she's improved. She's gotten better. But I'm sorry, she's been classified as a bottom line talent for them. That's very expendable. And, and Foxy, I love her to death, but she is not a top level talent. And this is the last person who should be getting any offense on on Oscar. Are you kidding me? They've not learned their lessons. <laughs> yeah, you know what are they going to do? What are they going to do? I was. Oh, uh, have her be a machine and run through people. Well. How's yeah. that? She didn't get like an Emma level of offense in. I mean, she got, you know, like just a little more than Dana, like five times as much as Dana got last week. I wouldn't even give her a ring introduction. <laughs> just have her like walk out and bam. She was the uh, yep. Survivor Series captain a couple weeks ago, man. Yeah, I didn't agree with that either. She's done a good <laughs> job with the, with the gimmick, but it's just one of those deals where you've seen somebody do so many different incarnations of something. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, before we hop into the rest of Raw segment by segment, I want to give a little love to the sponsor of this episode, SeatGeek. You heard us talk about it when I buy tickets for sporting events, for wrestling. The theater. Theater. For the theater, exactly. I use SeatGeek, used it to get my Hamilton tickets in New York, and I got to say it was fantastic. I love the app. You can see where you're sitting. You can find the best price. It tells you the level of value you're getting. And what's great about SeatGeek is it actually compares data from different ticketing sites so you know that you're going to get the best tickets, the best seats, the best bang for your buck. 
it shows you the value. And uh, I'm telling you, Raj, we were talking about this, that especially for sporting events, concerts, or the theater, that a lot of the times you don't know what the great deals are. And one thing that's great about SeatGeek is that it just shows you straight up, like, here's the best value, here's what you can find across the other ticketing sites, and here are the best deals to be had. It's absolutely fantastic. So I'm telling you all, so stoked to have them as a sponsor for the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Please use them for all your wrestling, concert, theater needs, uh, sports as well. Download the SeatGeek app, and we've got a deal for you. Our listeners can get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Wow. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC for $20 off really your good. first SeatGeek purchase. I'm telling you, once you start using this, you're never going to want to deal with any of those other sites again. So they like. Go ahead, finish. No, no, what are you going to say, man? Are they like a. So that's pretty cool. They're like a third party broker, really. It's fine. Like for flights, you can go online and use a company to find you the cheapest flight possible. Um, I think that's cool. Like, I'm pissed. I didn't think of this idea. Actually. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. I mean? It searches uh, multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find deals. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty sweet deal. I used it for, <laughs> I used it for Lady Gaga tickets. Uh, sometimes you gotta do stuff for the wife. There's no shame in that. Lady Gaga is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's next week, next Tuesday. So I'm going to be missing SmackDown, but, uh, yeah, it's great. It was easy to use. I use the app. Uh, it's easy to find stuff. Uh, every purchase is fully guaranteed. So, yeah, you get the most bang for your bucks. Seek, seek a great every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. So wow. get the app. Use code INC to get that $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And 20 bucks, that's good, too. SeatGeek, we thank you for sponsoring the podcast. So how did you think Jason Jordan looked tonight in that match against Roman Reigns, Matt? He's always going to look dynamic in his matches. He's good. He trained these kids. Hell, he's like, I wonder. It reminds me of Nick Dinsmore and Rob Conway. They were the OBW stalwarts like, when we all started, right? And mm -hmm. they watched us all pass them by and get called up to TV. Like, these were the guys that led us in these matches in, in practice from day one where I couldn't even lock. I didn't know how to lock up yet. And then they watched me pass them by nine months later to get called to TV. Me and, like, 100 others, right? Before they finally create Eugene for him and whatnot. Same thing for Jason Jordan. He watched all these guys come in, like Roman Reigns, who didn't know his ass from his elbow, and then have to watch them all pass him by and be used as the, the, the good talent, the good, the, good, uh, the good hand, as JR would probably call him, and um, watch them all pass him by. So, like, I'm sitting there watching the match night when he had Roman in a, in a hold, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if he feels a little bit vindication, you know what I mean, that, that he's finally up on the main roster, he's got a good spot. You know, here's a guy who's not going to, you would think, would not blow this opportunity. But yeah. yet, and I'm trying to root for him because I, 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 I always root for those guys who always get passed by by people like me with no experience, but because of a look, get, get a look, you know, get a, get a look from the company more and get opportunities open, doors open because of our look more than someone who, in my opinion, may deserve it more because they're better in the ring, um, like Jason. So I'm sitting there thinking all that in the middle of the match going, I wonder if he feels vindicated that he's finally got called up. He's in a main spot, and he's going against a guy that he probably helped train, and the dude is way more over than him uh, and, 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 and stuff like that. You know, I was going through my head, and, and I just I, – I say he's, he wouldn't blow the opportunity because this would mean – this is like life and death for him to finally get this yeah. this, this opportunity. But it just feels like it's the company that that's doing it. You know, I hate to keep putting the heat on creative, but, I mean, God, they make it so hard not to, right? It's like – they're doing the right thing. They're turning them heel, right? So so the jury's still out on Jason Jordan. 
uh, give you my final opinion on him as a character, right? Because they're, they're definitely flipping him. There's no question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So uh, let's see what happens with it. But in the ring, I mean, I thought that was a good match. So, so Matt, we were discussing this right before you got on. I, th- I thought it was a really good match, too. And you could, and I was telling this, you know, to, to Glenn that it was clear that Roman was giving uh, him a lot, you know, like really making him look good. And, and train him. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was clear that uh, he was trying to, you know, Hook up his let match. Jason shine. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what would you rather see? So this is what me and Glenn were debating. I'd like to see. Uh, Roman eat him up. Well, no, it's clear that they got Kurt. They're building Kurt for Braun. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Triple H for Braun and for Kurt. I'd like to see them do Triple H versus Kurt at the Rumble. Uh, Jason Jordan cost Kurt Angle that match. And then they do Kurt and Jason Jordan at Mania. And then okay. you do Triple H and Braun. Since uh, I'll take that. I'd rather see Triple H and Braun I would and too. Kurt and Jason at Mania than Kurt and Triple H. You want to get Jason over. I, I love Hunter but but as a performer, but... Kurt, he, he can't do what Kurt can do. Everybody knows you want to get a guy over, you put him in the ring with Kurt Angle. I'm telling you, even at this state of what Kurt's shape is, right? This is what Kurt does. He can make anybody. And there's no one on that roster that can make Jason Jordan in one match like Kurt can. That's just it's just a fact. Jericho probably could come close, but not like Kurt. Yeah. So, so, so you know what I mean? So it's going to help Jason. So I, I love that. Oh, idea. No, I agree. And that's why I was saying I think it happens sooner. I think they do Kurt and Jason at the Rumble. Um, and then Triple H and Angle at Mania. Uh, only because I, I feel like... the Rumble would be too soon to, to do yeah, the, the split. WWE, match. they drag this shit out for so long. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes the right storyline, you got to drag it out. Yeah, at least have Jason and Kurt burn. turn. At least have Jason fully turn on Kurt before the Rumble. Well, I, I think at the Rumble would be the great place yeah. to do it. Because that's you could cost Kurt the match, so he loses without looking bad. And because uh, he's he's not he's probably not beating Triple H if, if that's the you know currently scheduled match at the Rumble, so at least you know <laughs> if they're building Triple H for Braun, it's clear Triple H isn't going to lose there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. You're right. So we'll see. We got time, man. We got uh, seven we know, long weeks till the Rumble. Do we know these hypotheticals are going to happen? These, these matchups with Hunter and, and, and Kurt. Not yeah, even if they were just, booked, Vince could change his mind. You know. Yeah, just based on the booking. You know, they, with Triple H, you know, getting in Braun's face and Braun destroying him, you know, it just, just logically, it appears it's going that uh, way. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it seems it's always only... like if Undertaker did come back and decided he wanted to do one more match, I almost oh. don't think you'd want to do it with Braun. Uh, Can I say, so that so pissed me off. Kane's coming back. Come on, Glenn. Yeah. Come on, no! You don't like pain. You don't like misery. You, that guy running out of the arena with, with his tail between his legs was not enjoying himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And Matt Hardy. Oh, how did I lead off with that? I yeah, was yeah. stoked. We'll get into it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was um, stoked watching that. So okay, speaking of matches that went on forever, and this is no discredit to either woman in the match or uh, confrontation, but man, Paige versus Sasha Banks. How many commercials? Uh-huh. We're in the middle yeah. of that tonight. I was in the middle of the commercials. There were a few matches like that. Reigns versus Jordan Reigns was like that. Mm-hmm. Main event. It was just like between the entrances and when the match finished, it was like three breaks. I, I think something went awry as far as someone going over time. I really do. And then I think the next person that's supposed to come out, they're supposed to fix that in their match. Take time off, do whatever they got to do to get back on track because that's a well-oiled machine. If the first segment goes over, let's say five, eight minutes, whatever, it goes over, right? The next 
match, especially if it's people that know what they're doing in the ring, their job is to cut that time off. So be it, whatever the storyline is. So what I'm thinking has happened is they, they couldn't do it. They tried the next segment, then the next segment, then the next segment, and they just couldn't get back on top. It's the only thing I can think of because to go through commercial break that many matches, it felt like every decent match this happened in. But I feel like they've been doing that a lot lately because they've still finished when they normally do, you know, around 9.15. Or because somebody made the time up, I'm saying. Hmm. But be. early on, I mean, who knows? We really don't know. But they can't be that dumb to be on a commercial that many times. I yeah. just they've been doing that a lot lately where it's like three three breaks in a match. I, I just think I just think it's that three hour show. They don't have enough stuff for it, so they just have these long ass matches uh to compensate for which I lack of like. Matches. It's a good match. That match uh, see, I like the match. The commercials hurt yeah. a little bit, but but like it's because we're doing our job more analyzing psychoanalyzing group like like people watch the show for us to do. But as the fan, I mean, it didn't take me out of it that much for the girls. For the yeah. others, it did because I really didn't care as much, I'm thinking. But this angle, I care a lot. A lot I, I care more about. So I think I'm giving them more room for it, I guess. But, like, I was very sucked. And then, plus, don't forget, guys, I, I got to admit, remember, I, I start the show, <laughs> what, 30 minutes to 40 minutes late so I can fast forward to a commercial. Yeah, Mr. No Commercials Morgan. So I, I, I got to come clean, right? So I mean, I'm not going through what you guys are going through and being taken out of the actions and suspension of disbelief. So I, I, maybe I should do that to give it a fair <laughs> grade. But I, I love what they did. I love the two of them working. I'm pissed that uh, our girl lost. But at the same time, you know what I mean? I, I I love Paige. I love I love what she does. She's the complete package. Yeah, she's awesome. She just comes across as like such a star, and so in terms of character, so far beyond everyone. And her so and Sasha too. The, I mean, the two with the most charisma. And they were in the ring together tonight, and you just uh, felt like it was. It felt different than the other women's matches. And and one of the things I like so far with this absolution thing is that it's not like Paige is a member of this group. It's kind of like they're her backup. You know, whereas with the the riot squad, it's like they're just a three person group. But with That's Paige, she's clearly the star, and they're kind of it. Kind of you know heats her up a little, as opposed to uh, you know she's just one of their partners. And you yeah, know, I didn't even know that much. That's good to know. Good, I like that. That's what. It yeah. yeah, yeah, and they. I mean, they believe in her. I mean, they're clearly pushing her big time. She got two segments. Uh, you know, she got the the match, but then she got the segment later in the night <laughs> with Oscar and Foxy. She's but she's—I so, mean, she just her on the mic. She's so comfortable. She's, that's what I was gonna say. And everything she does, Raj, is she's so comfortable. Everything. I can't find one hole in that woman's game. I can't. Yeah, the way she moves in the ring, the everything. way she interacts with the crowd. I mean, she's she's a superstar. Did you see her play the chicken shit heel tonight? Yep. At the very beginning, <laughs> when she's trying to make the referee get between them, when, when you know what I mean, like that's old school stuff right there. That's some good old Tennessee heel heat right there. That the much larger page. You know what I mean? In any other setting, the, the, the heels with WWE aren't even smart enough to do that kind of routine. You know what I mean? Get her back. Get her back. That, that, that's old school stuff that people probably think is passe, but I watched it work tonight, and, and, and she's doing her job. She's trying to get her get, get, get the baby face over, even though she's bigger and stronger looking. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think if she could stay like this, stay out of trouble and, and just keep, <sighs> keep doing what she's, you know, what she's been doing and, and looking how she looked tonight, I honestly she think she could be uh, the greatest women's wrestler of this 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 current era. I don't see why not. The post I really don't. And I love me some Charlotte. Yeah. I hate saying you know anything against Charlotte being the top of the top, but I think you're right. And well, the division needed a shakeup, um, especially on Raw. So it's good that they're doing something a little bit different. With Question: this. 
physically looking. This is a horrible thing to be saying. No, but go for it. Th- that's part of what made Trish Trish, too. Don't forget. You know what I mean? Right. We love Trish because she was hot at the end of the day at the very beginning before she started to improve and got good in the ring. Let's say what it was, right? Yeah. Um, so a trench coat, the hat, the whole nine, right? And bringing out Test and Albert. Like, she wasn't working yet. She was just a manager. But gl- eyes were glued to those segments with her. Um, so looks is a big part of this, right? And, and Paige is a different look, whereas Charlotte is that classical. I, I think I think more people would think she's better looking, even mm. though I know that's a stupid thing to say, but I'm really psychoanalyzing, you know, saying the top, you know, would you say the best, the, the best female performer since Trish. There's something that they do they like about the blonde hair, blue eyed, all American female wrestler. I don't know. Yeah, WWE does for sure. WWE, um, yeah. But I, I mean, that's that's changed a little over the years. Um, you know, Paige is attractive in her own way. Yeah, and you look at the really the two most over women, uh, or or if you look at the we top five, too. it's you know uh, AJ Lee. Um, really? Why? AJ Lee I? was super over. And what did and, I miss? Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, she was super. Not more than Trish. I mean, not more than Lita. No, no, I'm talking about since, you know, of this this current, like, uh, oh. you know. Past five years. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say it was like her, uh, Paige, Sasha, Charlotte, wow. and Bailey. And none of those are really That's attitude girl, era yeah. look. Yeah. You know, like uh, Mandy Rose is. And uh, Lana is. Lana is. Yeah, but not the, yeah. not the women on top right now. Charlotte is close, but she still is not that, you know, the uh, the... the that supermodel, overly supermodel look. So I think she is, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you think it's leading? You think Paige is going to take the belt off uh, Alexa? Or Alexa, gonna... I don't know. What would you guys feel? I felt like Alexa was a uh, Bliss was a very. Uh, <clears throat> I don't even want to say secondary. <clears throat> she feels very tertiary right now in that division. She yeah. seems overshadowed big time. Right, big time. Yeah, she looks like a little girl. Which I, I'm just saying, like I don't know what it is. She doesn't sound the same either. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're not giving well because they're not letting her be alpha on the mic. They're not letting her be as dominant um, or being as snarky or even funny. When you go to ringside, you are yeah. wide open to say whatever you want. There is yeah. no script really? in those moments when you're on color commentary. Swear to God. She's always been like that, though. When she's on commentary, she doesn't really say much. Uh, she's oh. been funny, though, before. She's gotten some good one-liners in against uh, the other girls in the past. And when, and when you're relying on Booker T to wake up and like take the <laughs> cue that, you know what I mean, that I wasn't being a chicken shit heel when I left the other night. You know what I mean? Booker was like asleep on the job for like five minutes before. He's like, yeah, yeah, being a champion is a really, really rough schedule. You wouldn't know nothing about that, Cole. It took him five <laughs> minutes to, to, to give, you know, to fight on that. Actually, Come on, book. that was the Alexa's thing tonight that Corey Graves saved when Alexa yes. was like, Paige, just think she's like the Christopher Columbus of this division. And it was like, huge pop. That kind of makes no sense. But then Graves coming in and talking about, yeah, the guy who did that one thing. And then now we don't talk about it anymore. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that was, was just weird. I want Alexa, because I think Alexa does have a personality that's big that she yeah. can really bring it to Paige. Because they're not going to let Sasha do that. They're not going to let Bailey do that. They're Which not- sucks. Which yeah. sucks, by the way. Yeah. I love Sasha. But um, the way it's going, I wouldn't be surprised if that belt is off Alexa and on Paige by the end of the year uh, while they figure out where they, where they want to go hot, next. She's a hot hand. She's a hot hand. But more importantly, she's also, the, in my opinion, the proven hand. She can go. She, I mean... 
one can argue she may get in trouble. She may she's not going to get in trouble. You know what I mean? She's going to keep her nose clean and do what she needs to do. The stuff she got in trouble for was really out of her control. Like the, the the porn crap. Like what the hell? Did she she didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody hacked her stuff. Yeah, not that. The, there were the two wellness violations, though. And the oh, the marriage yeah, yeah. everybody advised her against that, lo and behold, <laughs> turned out the way everybody said it was going to go. Well, and they, she, they never got married. Oh, or the relationship, yeah. you know. Yeah. What is yeah she, Alberto what is she Del Rio, we got for? an article up that just went up. Uh, about what? Alberto Del Rio talking about their breakup and, and what happened and, and whatnot. So check that out yeah. on Wrestling Inc. Yeah. Um. So after that tonight, speaking of the women's division, have to call out the backstage Zo Train segment ending. Nia Jax and Enzo Amore. Where does this go? That seemed to get one of the biggest crowd reactions of the night in a night full of crowd reactions. Enzo's going to be doing the job to <laughs> Jack fairly soon. <laughs> yeah, it was so random. It's like, did you ever watch a Family Guy back in the day where – like this is worse than you know, and it's something completely random out of left field. It's like they just threw a couple, you know, a couple random <laughs> yeah. ideas in a hat and picked picked two. That's what this seemed like. It was so out there, but um, was. it gives Nia Jack something. I, I'm it, guessing they don't great. want her involved with uh, Absolution yet. They don't. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, don't yeah. want her to get beat down, so it gives Good. her something to do. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they've been uh, putting off. I mean, they know that Nia versus Oscar at some point is going to be. Like just a major, major match. I think they're going to put that off as long as possible till Nia is really at the level that she can produce that amazing of a match with Asuka. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Nia looked great tonight. Her smiling, um, her different ring, different gear on with Enzo. I mean, look, I have no clue where they're going with it. Maybe Enzo ends up being Nia's Ellsworth. Who knows? Um, uh, <laughs> you saw how that ended up. Yeah, we did see how that ended up. But, uh, you know, I'm curious, man. I'm more let me put it this way. I thought the 205 live match was really, really good, but I'm more curious about what's happening with Naya and Enzo than I am about who's gonna be the number one contender to face Enzo. Did you see them change week. did you see them change the font and graphic for Raw when they talked about the cruiser rates again? <laughs> no. Like, should we feel special that we like they changed the colors of Monday Night Raw logo during like did you see that? I don't know if you caught that. No, no. That. it was like after the backstage segment promo or some crap like that. I could have sworn yeah. is when it was. And then they go to the next clip, but in between it, they usually flash like a Monday Night Raw sign up and they did it like in purple and like gray writing. Huh? Raw cruiserweights. <laughs> That's cool. Um, That's something. So but, uh, real these, quick with Alexa yeah. and, and Paige. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one point with that. Alexa is best as a heel and Paige is kind of the heel right now. So it'll be interesting to see how they play that up. Yeah, they man, they should have had Mickey win it off Alexa. Right. Yep. It would have solved a lot of problems, and it would have been strong. M- Mickey versus Paige. You can make so many baby faces chasing That's, that title, yeah. man. I think I think you have Sasha beat Alexa, and then do you know Sasha beat Alexa uh, at the Rumble, and then you do Sasha against Paige uh, at Mania, and have Paige. what I would have liked to see is Sasha on the chase. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have, have something like do the first thing. Have Mickey win real quick. Do the job next night. Um, what's her name? Paige has now has a title. Sasha be the one that chases it. Oh yeah, yeah. She's a smaller baby face. She's just, she's badass when she gets on the mic. I don't know. I just think she's so under. Just they no, don't realize a, they don't yeah. realize what they got with her. They just don't. No, agreed. 
Um, so tonight, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak versus Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander uh, in a match that went pretty long. And the why end is, result is Drew Gulak is the contention. Yeah, sorry. Go for it, Matt. Why is Mustafa Ali, like, why does he get any reaction at all? He does what some cool I, stuff in that ring. He does like, one cool move. I'll give him that. Well, yeah. like, but, but, like, again, this guy looks like he should be cutting my grass. <laughs> I'm not being a dick either. I'm not doing the old big man, like, he cruiserweight crap. I, I'm being honest. Everyone knows I'm the biggest cruiser mark on the planet. The young bucks all day in day, right? I, but don't all, yeah, I was just about to say, don't all the, those guys look like they should be? <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I, maybe because, maybe if I saw Matt and Nick, if I didn't know them, you know what I mean? And seen them perform at so many times at a top level, maybe that overweighs it for me. I'm, I don't know because I, maybe you're right, but him specifically, I don't know why. Him and his gear, maybe it is. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, that gear has got to go. I don't know what it is. Like, I, it looks like I don't know. This is not. There's a lot of them that are like that. They don't. They don't say star to me. The the only one that does is Enzo. Enzo, and he does it in a big way. So I mean, he oh completely overshadows him. Yeah. So, so Matt, I don't know if you heard, they're going to do a few 205 live live events. So just cruiserweight live events in January. Really? Yeah. They're going to, wait, hang on, by, by themselves? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weekends, weekend shows, NXT-sized venues. So like theaters, auditoriums. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New York. They're going to do horrible. They're going to do putrid. I, 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 yeah, I don't I'm get it. I'm guaranteeing it. There's no, unless Enzo... Is on it. Well, he will be. I don't even think he's enough, honestly. Would you pay? Would you? I wouldn't. If they were down a block away from me, I would not pay to go see that. <laughs> if if I didn't do this and I got free tickets, I I wouldn't go. <laughs> like even free tickets, you're just yeah. like nope. You got to deal with parking and all that. It's got to be worth it if you're going to deal with parking. I think morbid curiosity. <laughs> Look, if it was one of the three, I'd be like, they might never do. In fact, they're never going to do one of these again. These are going to be the three 205, sh- 205 live shows. In fact, number two and three will probably be canceled after the first one because it'll go so bad. Um, but yeah, unless uh, we were talking about when he came on, man, unless they bring back Neville. Um, okay. You know what I mean? Like Aries. they've got to bring back. Yeah, Neville, Aries, Rockstar, Spud, and one other. <sighs> Ooh, Rockstar, Spud. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Hideo is coming soon. Hideo. Another fart in charge. <laughs> I just think it's a dead division, so it's 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 odd to be. I mean, if they feel like it's worth an experiment, and uh, you know they're gonna, I just don't see it. We've seen we've seen where it's gone over the past year. Yeah, most indie promotions probably draw better than two hundred five live will with these live events. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, Rich Swan versus Gulak next week to see who's gonna be that number one contender to. Take on Enzo for the cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Long, long preview of Total Divas tonight. By I the hope way. it's Cedric. No, if yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You can't have with Gulak. It's I mean, not, uh, sorry, Rich Swan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can't have a. It's not time to have the Zo train turn on Zo. You know. The Zo train. <laughs> draw these things out, man. Um, Long, long, long preview for Tony. They, they need some personalities in that division bad. Yes. Uh, Gulak will probably give a PowerPoint presentation tomorrow night on 205 Live. Tune in for that. Total Divas is on Wednesday this week. Uh, Who cares? Get to the next I'm match. reading through the thing, Matt. I'm going through here. It's on, uh, Wednesday. it's on Wednesdays every week, but it was preempted. 
<laughs> Not last week, but the week. Before. Rise. No one cares. <laughs> and on the last total divas, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Braun uh, attacks Elias. Elias came out, did a promo. Braun attacked him. I'm surprised this is where they're going. Uh, and even keeping this, like, well, I guess they're not because Kane came out. So it's going to be Braun versus Kane next week. So Braun was just a run in tonight. They're not actually putting him in a feud with Elias. No, right. It just no. means set up this. That's fine. Stuff with Kane. Um, they kind of protected Elias a little here. Like they, they did. He got a little bit of offense in there for a minute. And he didn't get beat. They didn't just squash him. And then came, came out, you know, so. Yeah. It's clear, uh, they, it's clear they see. It's, it's interesting when you look at the NXT guys they bring in and, and who ends up, you know, right. getting the pushes and who yeah. doesn't. Because you see them, you know, putting the, the rocket strap on Elias and, and uh, Jason Jordan, but not, you know, Finn Balor or Chad Gable. You know, they did that in OVW with, with with our guys too. Same, similar things, you know. What I mean, like Johnny Jeter was a world champion. He doesn't even remember who that is. Uh, <laughs> they put him in Spirit Squad and killed the kid. Yeah, this dude could sell like Ricky Morton, bro. I'm being, I'm not exaggerating. Jeff Hardy, Ricky Morton type of level of babyface, sell long hair, good looking kid. The girls loved him. Did high flying, cool stuff. I'm t- ugh. T- things like that. They did that all the time, and Jim Cornette would go bananas. <laughs> Yeah, you're killing my top baby face. How am I supposed <laughs> to book him now? Well, Jim, he's on TV now. We, you don't, you're not going to be using him. They, they put a hood. They put me. They put a mask on me because I was going to be. Well, first they said because it's going to prove my body language. What? Anyways, <laughs> you shut up and do what you're told. So I went to wrestling practice with a hood on, a mask, and then I'd be on TV with a mask. And uh, what it was is I lost. So, so Jim Cornette was like, how the hell do I explain this? You're my top baby face. You're the champion. What do I do? Kind of a thing. So I lost a loser leaves town match, comes back as the blueprint and wear a hood. And uh, I'm not Matt Morgan anymore. I'm just the blueprint. Yeah, blue and black. Okay, well, that's something. And then I'm the blueprint, right? But my point is, is that um, the cool part was they were going to turn this into I was going to be Kane's brother, Abel. Yeah. And I would have killed for that. Like, I would have worn a hood gladly for that just because I'm a huge Taker and Kane fan, right? What leads to Kane leads to Taker, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're t- Kane's brother, then you're Taker's brother, too. I haven't been oh, sitting yeah. on that for a year, Matt. We've been doing this for a year. Nine-year-old Matt Morgan inside was going bananas. Roger, like, put the headline on the stuff. website right now. <laughs> Matt Morgan is going to be able, Kane's brother. Because <laughs> that uh, sounds phenomenal. Then Vince stepped in and came up with starring Matt Morgan. <laughs> then Vince happened. Oh, man. That would have been cool. Um, Oscar versus Lisa Fox, we talked about, but let's talk about the confrontation after. So Oscar just pretty much got to walk away. Paige said to Foxy, Hey, I like you. Uh, you've had my back, but the girls don't. And then they beat the crap out of her. That was interesting. <laughs> that was great. Paige, again, Paige was great here with that, the promo to Fox. And you knew it was coming, but she, she did it great. Yeah. Um, I like that nobody's back. So I kind of like that. Like she was kind of still, you know, being a friend in a way. I like you that know. no one is joining Paige thus far. I like that they're really setting this up as, you know, an invasion. They're not going the NWO route too soon of that, where it's like, well, everyone's part of Absolution, you know? 
Um, I hope they take a really, really long time before anyone aligns themselves with them. Yeah. I don't, I don't I think anybody – I don't see any of that happening. Yeah. I, I, I see them just being as Paige's muscle right now. Them get some experience. And then they and go then, on their own. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> um, after that – okay, so this for me uh, – explain to me because I, I did have to go outside for a moment or two during this, but uh, Finn Balor versus Bo Dallas – did I, I mean, did I miss something? Like, did this just happen because... Because Bo Dallas got offense, or...? No, I mean, <laughs> like, why was this match... You were talking earlier, I mean, I know, hey, Finn should be on TV in the Miz-Taraj, although the Miz-Taraj needs their own music, because when I hear that music, I'm like, what's the Miz doing here? That, right. I popped for yeah, that. Yeah, I agree I with like, that. Yeah. 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 Although Miz will be back in, in a few weeks. What's he doing? He's Marine filming Six. the Marine Six with Shawn Michaels and Becky Lynch. So, um... Yeah, uh, yeah. So Bo Dallas issued the challenge on social media this afternoon. So I don't <laughs> know about you, but following Bo Dallas on Twitter, I was I was relieved because when I saw Finn Balor come out, and then it's Bo Dallas, I'm like, oh, finally this week, you know, Finn's not getting squashed tonight. So you know, at least he's not going to be left laying. And Kane was on earlier, so uh, yeah. it, it looked good for Finn. But you know, that's that's where. Uh, that's where they're at. Uh, that's where Finn's <laughs> at. Wrestling Bo Dallas, you know. You, you could just tell where he's placed. And, and in a competitive match. I mean, it was competitive. Yep. I'm telling you. 205 Live, man. Could get Gargano and Ciampa there. They could build, like, a decent show if they rebuilt it from the ground up around Finn Balor. But no. They, <laughs> Absolutely not. Out of the damn question. It's such no. a bad idea. <laughs> he is a main event level talent, and they got to stop. I don't know what they need to do, but he ain't going to 205. He's in competitive matches with Bo Dallas. This is not living you up to his potential. Do <laughs> you think in the middle of the ring, we're supposed to have a squash match? And he's like, you know what? Screw that. Bo, I'm going to start giving you some offense. Here, choke slam me. You think, him having, you think him having it's competitive it's, matches with Tony Nese is going to be much better? Him? You think that's on him? <laughs> They're writing it this crap this way. I don't know why they are, though. <laughs> I think Vince is like, Vince got it in his head that Finn Balor's not a draw and wants to do everything he can to prove it. He does. It. And he so does he's going to make that a self-fulfilling prophecy. You've seen it with Matt Hardy in the past, back in the day when Matt Hardy was getting super over, and then they just buried the guy until he wasn't MVP, but even though he had heat. But uh, He did have heat. But listen, what about, like, okay, for instance, uh, Oh, God dang it. It's head in my head. Sim similar situation as Hardy. Um, oh, Lord. Listen, never mind. Go ahead. Brain yeah, there's, there's been a lot of a lot of examples in the past. but Oh, Christian. Yep. Christian, he didn't think anything of. He called him creepy. Like, he thought he was weird looking. <laughs> right? <laughs> he thought he was really weird looking. That was a real too. idea where they wanted to have a dot on his face. Like, right, they wanted so to blur his face out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But, but he, he, there's an example the talent making the most of something, though, and making him change his opinion. Yeah. I, and Matt, I think Matt Hardy can do that, too, by the way. And he's going to right now. Yeah. So tonight, we were talking about this, uh, I think, off the air, but oh, what the casuals must have been thinking that it, or don't look at the <laughs> internet. Like, what tonight. the hell is this? Yeah. My wife walked in during that segment. 
Yeah, my wife was watching it too. And she, my, my wife's not familiar with the whole broken thing. Same here. No idea. <laughs> so she was like, what the hell are you watching? Like, Why are you so excited? I'm like, don't you get it? I told you about this. It was a DNA, did the whole thing. And she's like, no, I don't. Yeah. I even had her watch Final Deletion, whatever the first one was. So uh, good. Yeah. She didn't get it, but <laughs> my first time, I'd watch it the second time to appreciate it for what it's worth. I did. Yeah. Well, when he first started the whole thing with that first video, uh, it, it took a little while to to get into it, to to kind of drop your guard and and you know. It was hilarious. It was so even tonight's stuff. What, what he was saying was hilarious about going to war with Genghis Khan. He <laughs> 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 was hilarious. Um, which really, the, just the debauchery that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, there is a, that little bit of WWE-ness to it, though. There was something when he yes, did it TNA was. that has yes. that, raw, that rawness to it, whereas now it's, you know... It was a couple of sentences. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the format of cutting back and forth with Bray was interesting. It looked, yeah. I think, to the casual, like they were just having a crazy off or like the weirdest Skype call ever stoned <laughs> out of their mind. <laughs> Just yeah. trying to one up one another, um, but I'm I'm in, man. I'm curious where in the hell this is going. Can no, I say I, something? Oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. Ron, uh, uh, um, Bray, who you guys know, I love. I love his promos. I didn't feel he was. I'll be honest. I thought Matt stole that segment, not just because it was new either, not because he was giving us broken either. Um, Bray didn't keep up with him as far as crazy goes. Hmm. In my opinion, if you go back and watch it, he was like. He ended it strong. I liked the way he ended his promo, but the rest of it was just promo 101. It was not the normal Bray. He's kind of been promo same old Bray for a while. <laughs> not not promo 101, but the same old Bray. Nothing new uh, in his promos for a it while. Wasn't, the Jake Roberts wasn't in them tonight is what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, but they also did. did there was two pre-recorded you know, promos that they, that they wove together. True. Um, yeah, and it should have been this way where Matt Hardy stole it since it's his first week uh, debuting this. But, you know, to your point where you were just saying with uh, seizing the opportunity and everything, mm -hmm. there is also the – if Vince McMahon sees you as a star, and is he going to see Matt Hardy in this gimmick as a top guy? And if he doesn't, you see what happens when he doesn't see you as a top guy. I think in any other time I'd say no, but right now, yes, because think about all the other – other young talent that Vince has never even heard of. They get called up to TV and they get an opportunity because they went through NXT. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, and he's, they're so desperate for stars. It's a different day right now. It just is. And, and, and Vince is getting older. So, of course, he, my, I, I disagree. I think he's going to be more comfortable with a Matt Hardy because he knows what he's going to get from a Matt Hardy. He's going to love to be able to say, you know, I rewarded Matt Hardy kind of a thing with this opportunity. That's his ego. Yeah. yeah we'll see. I mean, I feel like they've needed stars for a long time now. And you see people starting to, to, to get there and they get their legs chopped out from, you know, chopped out from underneath them. Finn Balor, has he recovered, do you guys think, from winning the Universal Championship? No. Right. He well, I mean, he's he. I think he looks fine in the ring. Oh, always. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like the, the perception. Like like when he comes out. Like I I told you, I hated the whole stupid thing he does with his jacket. I know it's like <laughs> something little, but I'm like, that's just not main event stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It, he. Um, 
I mean, he's getting less and I feel like he's getting less and less over each week, but I think a lot of that is how he's booked. I mean, he's booked to be an afterthought. And when you come out, you're like, oh, Finn. Yeah. Yeah. And you're excited, though, because like, oh, cool. Finn Balor's coming. You know, I I get excited usually. Yeah. Um, But like I was watching some old stuff with him with the Bullet Club. If you watch the stuff in New Japan, like his promos and stuff, and it's like he was the weakest of them all. Mm -hmm. Like, Like between AJ definitely with omega um as far as on the mic cody all of them like like he definitely uh the leaders or, or the higher ups would be one whatever you want to call it the bullet club i don't know just wasn't i didn't think he was very 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 good i'll be honest and i love him i'm friends with him and i think he's a great 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 worker and i do think he's a main event level talent i was just watching it going you know he's really he doesn't have that much experience as being a main event on the mic hmm and I think when he had opportunities to get those that mic time in, at, when they were still perceiving him and trying to build him to that main event guy, I don't think he delivered in those moments. I'm telling you, I think that's when he lost a lot of his, uh, Vince lost a lot of confidence. The yeah. first NXT vignette for him with the like white room and the fade and the demon thing, I mean, yeah. that was one of the coolest things that I've seen, period, let alone Since in wrestling. Sean O'Hare doing the devil gimmick. Oh, it was just so good. And they had that vignette on him, um, which they show again. You know, it's on the network now, but they showed portions of it where they had Matt Bloom talking about him. They had Becky. They had all these people hyping him up um, and talking about what a good guy he was. And I think his promos played to that. He just had to show up in the ring, say a couple things, seem like a nice guy with, with that intensity and that coolness. And it worked. But on the main roster, they strapped the jetpack to him. And then after the injury sort of, I, I, I don't think, yeah, they didn't recover in building his perception, you know. Um, and now he's wrestling Bo Dallas in competitive matches on Monday Night Raw. In, Why does he uh, want to sing like that? I think it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Mr. Raj, man, what are they going to do? Um, so not, not wear singlets. Go to yeah. the gym. <laughs> so let's talk about the Raw Tag Team title match tonight. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, that, guys, that was a freaking pay-per-view match tonight. I hope you Oh, Absolutely. That. Oh, well, and I'm sure it'll be on the next pay-per-view uh, at this rate that they're I'll going with this feud. I know you guys get annoyed with the tags and the crisscrossing and the singles between the tags and yada, 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 ad nauseum, the formulae of crap with WWE in the tag division. But once that bell rings, I'm sucked into their matches, guys. I am. It was good. I liked, I liked the ending. I liked that, oh, the DQ. falses were real yeah. good. I thought this match was great. I thought this was... Oh, that was awesome. I love how they did that DQ finish and you're just like pissed off. And, oh, I was, yeah. very, I was like, I'm going to go on the podcast yeah, and talk about this is the thing I hate the most in wrestling. <laughs> and so when they came out and made it no DQ, I was like, yes. And then yeah. they found a way to pull the rug out from under us once again. And a lot of times when they do that, you can tell they're going to do it. Like when they have that abrupt ending and they just start running to the back, you know, like something's coming. Yeah. Uh, but they, the way they did it, you bought that DQ ending. Like that was the end of the match. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I was pissed. Um, so, yeah, man. Tonight, uh, Roman comes out. Samoa Joe comes out. Ends up costing Ambrose and Rollins the titles, uh, Seamus and Sarah retain. And we talked about this last week, so now Samoa Joe in the bar, Joe Bar, it's a thing, uh, going against that, the Shield. Did you, did you just name that? I said that at the top of the show, yeah. Good job, Glenn. <laughs> I was thinking about, I actually spent like five minutes, and Joe Bar was the best I could come up with. Oh, Glenn, see, there you go. Why did you have to say that? 
<laughs> for two seconds, I looked at you for being cool. For two seconds. Well, I came up with it, but then I tried to think of something better, you know? Because I'm always saying, <laughs> no, like, is the nerdiness, the nerdiness just had to come out. I'm obsessive, <laughs> Matt. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm, I'm in for that that pairing, uh, that trio versus the shield. I think that's going to be. Hell really yes. Really Are you kidding? Dude, I'm telling you. Remember I told you guys about Team Hell No and Ryback versus mm -hmm. the shield. They were killing shows. Killing them. It was part of Daniel Bryan's march to not being denied, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was right around the time when CM Punk was about to pull out WWE and they had to change their plans, remember? Mm -hmm. And Daniel got thrusted into that WrestleMania match. It was right before that, though. Those six mans were setting the table because Daniel was stealing those matches, man. And uh, this is, I'm telling you right now, this is that level of caliber between those six guys. I know, you know, Sheamus and Sarah, we get kind of. Uh, Character-wise, we get kind of bored with him and annoyed, but I'm telling you, in the ring, not so much Sheamus, but really Cesaro, Joe versus those three. Oof. Yeah, those are the those are the house show main events pretty much through the end of the year. It's the Shield versus o oh, I, those three I pay, I pay to watch that. If they're a block away from my house, I pay to go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all hmm. those guys are great. They're coming, actually. Get this, they're coming to Orlando. I saw an advertisement for it. Uh, I don't know if it was Raw or SmackDown, because I could have sworn I saw... No, it was definitely because I, I, I could have sworn I saw Jinder being advertised. Um, maybe I'm wrong in Orlando. Yeah, he's in an Orlando street fight. <laughs> an Orlando street fight with AJ Styles. I like how they they always make those local. So Do you know like, what an Orlando street fight would look like? A saline Kansas street fight. Stop <laughs> it. No, you stop it. No, you stop it. No, um, and uh, I was going to say is uh, I'm going to hit up Joe, whoever I got to hit up for tickets. Cause I want to see how, how Jackson responds to it. You know what I mean? My son's autistic and he gets really sensitive hearing sometimes, but sometimes he's good. What I did with TNA, he did good. One time he, he had a meltdown. So you don't know, but yeah. he's watching wrestling with me every single Monday. His eyes are glued to it. It's not like a wishful father saying that either. There's no question. His eyes are glued to the TV. The only thing besides cartoons he'll they'll keep his attention. So I want to take him to it, you know. And so uh, we'll see. Although, once you say one week you was singing along and cheering for Elias, I mean you gotta, you know. Sorry, I lost you. Oh, well, you said one week he was cheering for Elias that he was like really into Elias's promo one week. Yeah, no. With the singing, I seem to recall that one week. Maybe. But yeah, but that's the thing. I think with kids, I'm always amazed at the live events who kids are drawn to. Yeah, you know? good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. TNA, yeah. I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about the train in the background. Good oh, no worries. Uh, that'll be cool though, man. Let us know how that is. Um, yeah. So interesting raw tonight. I just, I, I want to see, you know, what's, what, what are we looking forward to? Uh, are they going to just keep pacing it out with incremental changes? Are we going to get just a big raw one week uh, in place of a pay-per-view and how are they going to yeah. keep telling this story? I don't think, I don't think either of that. I think, you know, yeah. like with Kane and Braun, they're blowing off, you know, next week, most likely. Yeah. Um, Cause I can't see them drag, dragging that out anymore. Um, they've kind of, they've kind of done everything. So I'm guessing that ends next week and uh, you know, then your other feuds along the way. So uh, I, I don't, it doesn't seem like they're going to have like a pay-per-view raw, like one yeah. raw that has all these, the, the blow-offs to all these matches they've been building. Uh, I just think it's, you know, they're going to get done along the way. Yeah, well, we'll see, man. Part of it's the conditioning. I just feel now that we're so conditioned towards what's the next pay-per-view, what's the next thing, what are we looking forward to? Yeah, no, no, You're that's part of it. Because yeah. you usually have this group of storylines that you know it's going to get somewhere on this date. And then after that, they go somewhere else. And you don't really have that right now. It's just kind of uh, scattered. But 
it's not like they're running in place. They're still building stuff and, and yeah, you know, they're still, they're still moving forward. Yeah. So Matt, what do you give tonight's raw? I was going to say minus is a C plus, <laughs> C, C plus. You're going to show up at that live event and you're going to go to will call and be like, Matt Morgan, I have tickets waiting for me. And they're going to be like, Matt Morgan, be like, no, tell Mr. C plus that, uh, you know, <laughs> can't help him out. Always AJ, I give everyone. an A plus. That's what I'm yeah. up for my tickets. <laughs> he always gets A pluses. Nice man, Raj. What about you? I'd give a, I'd give a, with with Matt Hardy and, and the matches were good. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd no, give B minus, B minus, B minus. Yeah, for for what is, and and then the main event was really good. Um, yeah. And Paige, I'll, I'll give it. A, I'd give it a solid B. I, I was I was entertained. Yeah. I thought some of the matches went too long. Um, Matt, my my issue with the Jason Jordan Roman Reigns match going so long was just that you knew Reigns was winning. So, (laughs) you know, it's just that one thing. And like, even if it's a good long match, when you know exactly what the what the ending is, it kind of kills a little bit. Their job is to ask us to suspend our disbelief without insulting our intelligence. It's a hard thing to do, but don't come out and insult the hell out of it like that. <laughs> and that's what that was. That's why you had a hard time buying it because it's like, no, what, dude, Roman Reigns is a golden child. He ain't losing to anybody. Yeah. And he's damn sure not losing to this dude. Well, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll lose here and there, but he's yeah, definitely yeah. not losing the title already. If they made it a non-title match and uh, made a no DQ and you had Samoa Joe out there, then you could kind of see like maybe Samoa Joe gets involved and takes out Roman. Let me tell you right now, Samoa Joe can light Roman on fire. I'm still not buying that Jason Jordan's been in them. <laughs> yeah. Right? And they'll just peek. That's what killed Roman Reigns has right. overcome adversity once again, being set on fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, good call. Yeah, but at least he does that. Like, you know, most other guys, uh, the top guys, don't what, have that much ad- adversity. Yeah, yeah. You know, he'll he'll, he'll give That's these true. guys long matches and go 50-50. Let's be clear. Eight. He's not making these decisions on, hey, I'm going to lose tonight. <laughs> right. So let's not pat him on yeah, the back exactly. that much. Or criticize him because he's not making those decisions. Could you imagine backstage, <laughs> Matt, before you had a match, if you just went up to Vince and your agents, you were just like, hey, guys, I've been thinking about it. I think I should really lose tonight and let this guy, you know, get over on it. <laughs> hey, Flair would say that. Kurt Angle does that. I yeah. You. Yeah, Rick Flair would say that. Rock would say that. Mm-hmm. I've heard stories of the Rock saying yeah, that. Where I don't he think was Roman booked to win. Has, yeah. I'm not sure Roman has that much leeway. Not life. intercontinental to first or second <laughs> title run, Rock. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Probably not. No, he's, he's he was so not, he's competitive not, no. at that time with right. guys holding him down, and that, they don't talk about that enough. How the crap he went through. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the had dealing with uh, a couple and members of the click. Sean and Hunter. I mean, I mean, yeah. Hunter went out of his way to try to bury him. And it's funny to see him try to have a good relationship nowadays, but reality, <laughs> Rock has to remember that. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so quick other news before we wrap up this week. Uh, one Chris Jericho has a show the night of WrestleMania 34 in New Hampshire. So, yeah. Safe to we, say. We're, do we believe it really will happen? It's not just... It's, when you book a concert, you, off? you sell tickets. Oh, he has a concert. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, he has a concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fozzie. So, I mean, yeah. I love watching Chris, but WrestleMania is not going to like suffer without him, right? Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's missed WrestleManias, and you know he was at the last two. He missed the pet couple before that. So, um, love watching him. He's one of my favorite characters. I'm just saying. I just I don't think you know what I mean. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't have a storyline, I don't see that him them bringing him 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 in for a surprise match. So I wouldn't want that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I, I'm. It's clear that he's out, and and that's fine. And um, going on you know, I personally like to see Jericho do a little more with New Japan, and and not yeah. have the Omega thing be a a, a one off. That would be pretty badass. Yeah. He work Okada. He's gonna work Okada. There's no way around that. Come on. I think with with the way New Japan books, because they're more logical with their with how how wins and losses go, uh, then you would think that Jericho would beat Omega if they go with Jericho and Okada. Some six. Here's what's gonna happen because Chris is you know a little bit older. Even though he can go better than anybody, I, I think he'll be doing those six mans. That's what that's what New Japan. That's why I loved about New Japan. Yes, we were when I was there for about a year a year straight. I never missed a loop. And we basically lived there, me and Jindrak as a tag team. And I tell you, the best thing about them was four out of those five shows that week were always six-man tags if you were working on top. <laughs> like, it was the best. Eight-man yeah. tags, too. Right. <laughs> um, did you guys watch that Kevin Owens 365? How good. Yeah. Loved, yeah. It. Loved it. So Vince McMahon hated his match with Jericho at WrestleMania. Oh, my God. I can't believe they had that film. Like, they film everything. Yeah, but I'm surprised yeah. with that compared to like some of the other crap that was on that show with that Weird, Orton right? and and Wyatt, you know, maggots <laughs> on on the ring match. We don't know what he thought though. He didn't say anything about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. But, but but you know you know what we that would be a great show. I want to see Vince's reaction. My whole thing. <laughs> no one would talk to Vince out of my guys in my generation. Well, some of them would, but like he was always adamant, like, "Hey guys, the door's open. Like, come in and talk to us." You know that kind of a thing. So. Through Gorilla, every time I'd come in there, you know what I mean? Because it was his baby that I was stuttering. So, of course, I'm going to keep that door wide open with him, right? I'd be stupid not to. But every time I'd come into the Gorilla, I'd, give, I'd do this or that. And he'd give it to me. You know, he'd sort of go. <laughs> 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 and then you, like, want to kill yourself. <laughs> but, uh, but then you wait for an answer to the show and you ask him why. Um, but with, 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 I'd pay to watch that show of, like, why he doesn't oh. like certain matches. Like, I want to hear more. Why didn't he like that match? Yeah, you know, I'd almost rather watch just the backstage of WrestleMania. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> WrestleMania. Even uh, those guys have been there and wrestled. You know, be, I, same here. I'd pay to watch that. I yeah. think they should just 30 bucks a month to the network for a feed of just Gorilla position with the, the Vince cam, which you could see, you know, the I'd technical directors, you know, I'd just on Vince and his reactions to everything. I'm telling you, just show like a, a live thing backstage of a pay-per-view as it happens. I think that would be such a fascinating thing on the network that I think it, not just Gorilla, but just the whole thing. But you keep it real time and just kind of running all over the place showing just like. Keep shooting. Yeah. yeah. Two guys going over there. But see, the thing is, do they show guys going over that match? Because that's really what's that's happening a lot backstage. Right. But they, then you don't want to show sh- that, right? It's where do you draw that line? Because they get as close as possible to that. I think it's Because they show like Rock and the Taker hugging backstage in one of those. Show uh, that. Show that. Yeah. I think you don't show them before going over the match together. Maybe give each other a pound or some shit like that. Like, you get good luck, be safe, have fun. That's why we say to my my opponent before we go out there, give him a pound or a hug, and we go out there and try to kill it. But don't show me going over my match with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you duck this, and I shoot you off here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but oh, great documentary. Speaking, speaking, of, speaking of Owens, did you hear about uh, what happened oh, today, tonight? So his his wife, there was, uh, I guess, uh, apparently her Instagram account was hacked. And she wrote oh, no. something about this was the fifth time that's happened and something about cheating. And, and you know, you, you can't say sorry this time. And so uh, oh. apparently, you know, she got control, said that wasn't her. 
Kevin Owens deleted his Instagram. She said that he did it because whoever hacked her was trying to hack him. He said it the other way around. He said that uh, he said that someone was getting to his Instagram was trying to get to his wife's next or something like that. But yeah, and then Kevin Owens just lashed out on Twitter. He said, social media is an absolute cesspool. The way some people try and ruin people's lives for no apparent reason is yeah. genuinely depressing. My Instagram is gone again, and now people are going after my wife too. It's disgusting. Needless to say, I would never do this to my family. No, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. I was speaking on his behalf. Hell no. He's like the last guy out of the bunch would ever do that no freaking way this is a dude who's ready to walk away from the business altogether for his family not many of those guys they talk a good game and say they would but they can't leave that limelight man i'm telling you that and he's the one that easily would do it he would pump gas if that if, if it meant staying with his family yeah. you know what i mean so so no freaking way that's a, such a ridiculous thing i mean not ridiculous because it was printed or written and hacked but when you really use logic, especially with him, and I don't know him from Adam, I just know his story. No way, no way do I buy that. It is crazy. Just now with social media, just how quickly something can spread, and you know, and, and, and it's so easily hackable. It's, it's just the way it is now. Yeah, with easy. hacked photos and stuff now too, and how quickly those get around. I mean, there's been it's a lot of wrestling, you know, women in wrestling now that have been hacked uh, over the last, you know, that have come out over the last year. Paige wasn't the only one. Uh, we fappening or whatever it's called yeah 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 we we don't report them because you know we don't want to give it's that crap yeah exactly we don't want to give them power man right and, uh, good for you for doing that by the way the other shit sites out there you should follow their lead at wrestling inc <laughs> right but uh you just got to be careful and in when you set up passwords and stuff you got to you know you gotta yeah, make, make sure that encrypted codes pass. change that thing every week every week Use is last encrypted pass. code Everybody use LastPass. It's one password manager. You can have 16 character random digit passwords. You only have to remember one password ever, and that's your LastPass password. It'll automatically fill in everything for you. Glenn, if someone gets your LastPass password, you're screwed. Then you're that's screwed. <laughs> but you, you can't hack it. You can't retrieve it. You can't, re and you can reset it. I'm telling you, it's like I use this for everything. I've got some sites with 32 digit passwords. Glenn, stop you know? saying that. You're going to get screwed with now. <laughs> but can I'm you share go. it among different computers? So like Theater One. That's his password, folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you shared it different stuff. Breakfast you know, Club, Breakfast Club dollar sign. Look, I, I was turned on this. My old boss, Leo Laporte, <laughs> the tech guy. Leo Laporte's been doing tech reporting for 40 years now. And that's what he swears by. Security uh Steve Gibson, the guy that invented the term spyware, he swears by LastPass. That's why I use I pay it's one of the few things I pay for. I pay like ten dollars a year for pro access to it. Um, and that's that's adds, adds these like little locks on like my text input fields, which drives me nuts. You, what, you what? know what that is? Have no. you heard well, of that? Well, if you're logged in. Explain it. So what it does is if you're logged in, it'll tell you, do you want to use this password only if you're logged in? So what I do is I just have it set up. So I'm logged out every time I close the browser, turn off the computer, come back, I log in, <laughs> and then I can access all my stuff by clicking on those fields. Can all you right. use that for your... Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, social media. Can you yeah, so they that? have an app. So what you do is you have to go to the app and you copy it in the app. It has a button where to copy, and it copies it for one use. So it copies, you go, you paste that in Twitter, and then it takes it out of your clipboard immediately. Why are, giving, a, why are we giving these guys a... Are they a sponsor to the They're show? not a sponsor. No, no, they're not a sponsor. We're talking about computer security. Yeah, you sponsor us. We're talking about security. We'll, no, but we'll I'm saying give is, order information. But that's part of it, look, because I don't. I know, like you guys. I mean, like everybody <laughs> used to have one password they use for everything, you know. And I think wrestlers. I mean, every everyone has to be on top of this in this day and age, you know. 
It's not enough to just uh, be like, Using oh, I use encrypted numbers. codes change that thing every week in two weeks. Yeah. Well, especially if you have that much of a following. You know, if you've got, you know, 100,000 followers on social media or a million followers on social media, like you're much more of a target, you know. Roger, the, our personal accounts, you know, low single digit thousands were not the biggest targets <laughs> for these sort of hacks. Yeah, but the, the, the Wrestling Inc. account has a, a ton of followers between Facebook and, and Twitter. And we, I make sure to always keep those passwords changing. And, and uh, I'm not saying – I'm not challenging anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who, who runs Wrestling Inc.'s uh, um, like social media, like, like Instagram? Well, technically I do. But I have people that um, – like Chris you know, does it during Raw and SmackDown. Joshua, he does a great job on it as well. So I have different, you know, different people uh, – post on it during different times but mm -hmm. uh i'm the the main guy um one last piece of news before we take it home here jim johnston ah his contract renewed by the wwe who cares what <laughs> oh no Jim that demolition music is who, who cares yes <laughs> like all these like talk about someone who is uh, their work is like the so history of the business WWF. okay great yeah yes. yeah i mean you know so ingrained and to be let go it just seems like that someone like that you just have a permanent spot for he was let go well he was he was his contract was up and they released him well who are they gonna get well they got CFO, that cfo baby. now cfo who? you know they do really? sasha's theme and, and nakamura's nakamura I mean, they all the NXT good music teams. guys and their music's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, they're really good. But you would think they'd find something else for them. Like it yeah. just seems, you know, like a Howard Finkel, these guys that are so ingrained that. in that WWF fabric that you just think don't let them release them. Yeah. Right. It's, it's how much does it cost you to keep them on board to do something? Whether, I don't know, whatever, doing, you know, themes for these network shows or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, yes. yeah, he he did uh, Undertaker's theme, DX, uh, you know, Triple H, The Rock, Kane. I, I mean, all these iconic themes from the '80s, '90s. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. Thirty-two years. Wow. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. <laughs> that's the harsh. That's the harsh reality of business. Atta boy. <laughs> <laughs> If, I'm telling you, if, the, if there was a WCW around, you know, they would have nabbed him quick. But. No, TNA will and give him lot, millions of dollars. <laughs> Does TNA have millions of dollars? No. They'll make him a character. That's the best part. Like, nobody will know because no one, I don't know remember what he looks like. Jim you know Johnson I mean? coming out taking bumps. They'll think everyone should know who he is, too. Jim Johnson's one of those guys I know in context. So when they show, like, if they're showing backstage WWE video or something, or I'll be like, oh, there's Jim Johnson. But if I walked by him, you know, at a restaurant, I'd have no idea. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. His special, I have to say, so when I first signed up for the network um, a couple years ago, that special that he did on the greatest WWE entrance themes, where they're yeah, talking yeah, to him about each theme. That's the, the only story, thing I've not watched yet. Th that was the first thing I watched outside of wrestling stuff. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is incredible that they have this was level it? of documentary. I mean, it's oh, not, I'm not saying it's, it. it's not like the best thing, but if you want to know the story behind some of these themes – how they came together, the ideas. I thought it was really interesting. What's on tonight? What they say uh, after oh, uh, uh, It's unfiltered without it's, Renee Young. It's no, no, it's Graves. this new version. Of, yeah, yeah, the new version of Bring It to the Table without JBL and you know Paul Rosenberg. It's just Corey talking to Roman. Yeah, interviewing just, Roman. Okay. 
Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a little more shoot style. But I'll check it out. I, I like Corey Graves and, and sure. WWE. They do so, a great job with those shows. Get this, because this is a wrestling show. So we talk about wrestling. Uh, I had my first city uh, commissioner meeting tonight um, yeah. since being elected. Uh, long session. Um, filled room. Usually it's never filled with citizens. Usually like six, you know, senior citizens that go to every single one of these there. Same old people. Tonight it was packed. But um, last night, uh, the mayor and I... Um, not the mayor and I, what am I saying? Um, I was called to go uh, meet with a prospectful, what was called, what was sold to me as a prospectful business owner. I don't know why it was sold to me that way, but it was. And I go out there uh, to the business, it's called Taps and Cabs here in Longwood. It's a, it's a, it's a bar, a really popular one. And uh, so I go there, I'm thinking like uh, we're, they want to do a charity event, they didn't say what it was yet, over the phone to me, they want to say in person. So I get there and friggin' Roman Reigns' uh, dad is sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, Pops, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you in Longwood? You know, he's like, oh, we want to put on a show here, and you just got elected commissioner. We wanted to see what we can do to help, you know, raise, you know, more awareness for wrestling and our WXW brand, um, you know, and your your connection to wrestling. I think it's a good fit. Really intelligent man, and uh, I thought that was really just random as hell. You know that that you know uh, was it off of the wild Samoan sitting there. <laughs> It, it, it taps the caps in Longwood. It's literally like your residential, like local bar. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> was it Afa just... or Sika? Because Sika is Roman's dad. Oh, then I apologize. It's not Roman's dad. Afa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Afa. His was. uncle. Gotcha. He was the one. Yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so that's my like one of my big chores to get done here is to put on like a charity event, going on business to businesses to raise money for it, and then people. The goal is for people for the event that come to it, like the, like the citizens, is to make a donation. Like they won't have to pay for a ticket. They don't want to pay. They don't have to. But the goal is to come on. We're raising money for a charity here. You kind of want to give kind of a thing. And hopefully they, they, we raise a lot of money that way. And we're still in the very beginning process of this. Like I don't even – we got to figure out what, what even charity to, to donate this money to, for instance. You know, but it's a way to raise money and, uh, you know, get people out to do something socially here in the city. I just thought that was pretty cool that yeah. he was just randomly sitting there and he wanted you know, to talk to me about bringing his show here, which is pretty cool. Hey, don't it's you awesome. guys get enough shows in Florida? Uh, not here in Longwood, but in Orlando for sure. <laughs> we get nothing here in Denver. Really? No. Well, get... Vince is, is Vince still with that company? Uh, uh, oh, it? Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. Yeah, or yeah like that. Matt Yaden's company. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard anything from Vince him. Vince was trying to sell it like he, like he got a deal on TNT. <laughs> like I remember, I first, he's like, I like to make an official announcement. That he's we're like, like, we got a huge announcement. Dude, that's a Cablevision Twelve, great. <laughs> Why I'm does your Russo dick. impression sound like dick. sound like Gilbert Gottfried? Like, <laughs> um, oh man. Anyway, <laughs> no Florida for wrestling. I I was impressed. Uh, we were on vacation. We went to like Lakeland. Saw NXT running yeah. at, like the Lakeland Armory on a Thursday right. night. Right. You know, it was pretty cool. Florida, Florida probably has more wrestlers living there than any other state by far. Right? Definitely, no question. Tampa and Orlando. Oh yeah. Yeah. And St. Yeah. Petersburg too. Now, yeah. And probably more wrestling events than any other state in the country. Um, yeah. It's crazy. New Jersey, uh, New York has a lot. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, what do you want to plug before we take it home here? Oh, pressure, pressure, pressure. I'd say follow me on Facebook, but you guys aren't interested in politics. They're probably not going to want to go there because that's all it's about. Um, nothing. I'm good. So Instagram, Twitter, at BB, Matt Morgan. Not really on Twitter much, but always on Instagram, really. Cool. 
Raj, what should people look for on the site? Yeah, there's tons of stuff. There's uh, we got my interviews with Tommy Dreamer. Uh, some of that that was up recently. Uh, gee, Terry Funk uh, is coming up this week. Al Snow. Uh, tons of guys. So uh, it's cool stuff. So check it out. Nice. And of course, we'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern to talk about SmackDown Live for December 5th, 2017 uh, in the build up to Clash of the Champions. So until next time, folks, I'm Glenn Rubenstein and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.